The first unofficial game for the New Jersey Devils is in the books, and there is so much to dissect from our young guys to our overall performance. And once again, our specialty team sucks. So we have a lot to discuss in this episode. I am looking forward to breaking down a game once again. It's been a while since I've done one of these. Let's see if I remember how to do it first and foremost. So buckle up, everybody. It's going to be a lot of fun. The season has officially begun. Well, you know, like I said, exhibition game, but still something to get excited for. So Buckle up, everybody. We have a lot to discuss. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Riders, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 11.19 p.m. Eastern Time, September 29th, 2021 at the time of recording. And guys, get hype, get loud. The New Jersey Devils have won their first game of the year in an exhibition game against the Washington Capitals. So if you haven't checked out the last episode, I basically talked about McKenzie Blackwood's unvaccination update, and I also gave you guys some players to look out for for tonight's matchup. And uh, before we get into the dissection of the game, which is something I haven't done in months, so bear with me. I'm really looking forward to doing so, even though it's an exhibition game, even though we should be taking these games with a grain of salt. I still want to break it down and give you guys uh, my two-cent opinion because it's been a while since I've done uh, one of these. We've been talking about silly season. We've been uh, bringing in special guests to talk about their opinions from the past season for the New Jersey Devils. But now, finally, Finally, we could talk about a game, albeit it's exhibition, but still a game nonetheless. So before we get into that, I like I said, I need to tell you guys something. I told you so. I told you back in May that Jack Hughes would become an assistant captain for the New Jersey Devils this season. I said my final verdict was that Nico Heizer will be a captain, Jack Hughes will be a captain, and Miles Wood will be a captain for the New Jersey Devils. That was my final verdict. The Nico Heizer one was pretty much a gimme. I get that, but the Jack Hughes one, that was all me. That was a prediction. I told you guys based on his leadership the past uh, season, based on uh, Lindy Ruff liking him, based on Tom Fitzgerald liking him, the fact that he was brought into leadership meetings despite him not having a letter on his jersey i said this is destined for jack hughes to become an assistant captain once he gets his footing underneath him once he gets used to the system once he uh you know has that uh improvement from his rookie season i said jack hughes will become a captain for the new jersey devils and i was right i told you guys i told you i will take pride in that if you don't believe me look at some of my past tweets from may june look at one of my past articles for the hockey writers i said i knew that jack Jack Hughes was going to be a captain this season for the New Jersey Devils. Am I getting too hyped up because, you know, it's an exhibition game and so much can still happen? Yes, but at the same time, I was correct. He didn't wear the egg once last year, but now he's wearing it on his sweater this year. So I'm just saying, guys, I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. Now, what else was I correct about? Hmm. In yesterday's episode, I say keep an eye out for uh, two players specifically. I said, keep an eye out for Sharon Govich and also Jack Hughes once again, because I said, 
uh, Igor Sharangovich was going to improve this year because, you know, he's a big guy. He uh, knows the system now. He's no longer a raw prospect. Uh, he's get, gotten used to the system. And overall, if he's with Jack Hughes, just look out. And lo and behold, I was correct. I said Sharangovich is destined to have a breakout year this season. I know it's early. I know it's just an exhibition matchup. I know we usually have to take these games with a grain of salt, but something is telling me that Sharangovich is destined for something special this season. Uh, I, I'm going to stick by that. That's my story. I am sticking with it. And if I'm incorrect, I'm incorrect. But I am more than confident in uh, my prediction that uh, Sharon Govich is going to be a big name in the Metropolitan Division this season. And if he's not a big uh, name in the NHL, well, you know, that's okay. I just said he will be a big name in our specific division, the Metropolitan Division. I can't reiterate that enough. So will he be a household name in the NHL? I don't think he's gotten there quite yet, but he's making strides to get there. But let's just crawl before we walk. And I just said, our rivals, they should really keep an eye out for Sharon Govich. They should be watching their film. They should be studying his game because if they don't, he's going to exploit it because he's a big guy. He knows where to go. Uh, we saw what he was doing with Belarus this past summer. So I just said that Sharon Govich, giving him some time, just pairing him with Jack Hughes, it's going to be something special this season. And let's move on to Mr. Jack Hughes, shall we? So our new assistant captain, well, uh, Jack Hughes, he looks a lot smarter as well. And like I said, he just has that extra confidence that we've been so desperately needing ever since his rookie year, just because it seems as though Jack Hughes just needed some time to develop. He's gone there right now. Uh, you know, if we're looking at his goal, going bar down, just uh, getting the takeaway. We'll talk about that in a second. I, I want to save the goal analogies later in the episode, but I'm just saying for right now, Jack Hughes, it looks a lot smarter out there. He looks a lot more confident. And uh, Alexander Holtz, what more can we say from him? Because I, I think based on my assumption and also what other people were saying, we kind of saw that Alexander Holtz was looking a little shaky in the inter-squad matchups that the New Jersey Devils were hosting. But I just said, you know, give him some time. And similar to Sharon Govich, he'll get his footing underneath him. He'll get used to the system. And, you know, just look out because he's a sniper out there. Dead shot from the Suicide Squad. Couldn't even. Uh, match up what he's uh, capable of doing. So, uh, dead shot, it's going through your head. Just saying with Alexander Holtz because he's that much of a sniper. So, look out, NHL. We have a prospect on the rise. And this is one of the reasons why I love exhibition matchups so much is just because you're able to try new things because there's some things you just can't do in the regular season because it's just too much of a gamble. You just can't do it. But the thing about these exhibition matchups is that you're able to do those risks and gambles and uh, you know, aside from an injury, there's really little to no risk if you do so. So the thing that Lindy Ruff did in this game was that he made Alexander Holtz, Igor Sharangovich, and Jack Hughes the top line for this matchup against the Washington Capitals, and it paid dividends because all three of them scored, all three of them looked very involved, uh, you know, all three of them had very good plus minuses, and you know, the thing about that is just like, you know, we knew that Sharangovich, we knew that Hughes, we knew that both of those players were going to be playing on the top line for the New Jersey Devils at the very least they were going to be playing 
on the second line you know long story short they were going to be in our top six rotation but adding Alexander Holtz to the mix especially after he had a very shaky inner squad uh, showing uh, for the New Jersey Devils was quite interesting but it paid dividends and it kind of works because you know the thing is you have Jack Hughes who's that leader who can just you know get the best out of the young guys we saw this with Sharon Govich last season we saw this with Kokanen last season and you know it kind of raises the question is this pretty much, uh, you know, set in stone that Kokanen is going to be moved out of the top six uh, rotation for the New Jersey Devils? I wouldn't go that far because we need to see what Kokanen does uh, in his uh, respective scrimmage matchups. But overall, th- this line pairing of Holtz, Sharon Govich, and Hughes is very compelling and something that if it works in these scrimmages, then maybe, just maybe, you experimented in maybe one or two games because Alexander Holtz is, you know, the former seventh overall pick in last year's NHL draft. So you know what he's capable of doing. He was able to adjust, you know, fairly quickly when he was uh, sent to the Binghamton Devils uh, coming over from Sweden when he signed his entry-level deal with the New Jersey Devils. So overall, I'm really excited to see what Alexander Holtz uh, is going to do this season. Like I said, uh, it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when will Alexander Holtz get his uh, shot at the NHL level. But I think he's uh, making the most of it right now. And quite honestly, I would not be surprised if I see Alexander Holtz's uh, name on Amanda Stein's, uh, you know, tweet of lineup cards before the game. And we see Alexander Holtz maybe even on the first line or maybe he'll play the fourth line, whatever the case might be. But Alexander Holtz is definitely uh, starting to solidify why he should be with the New Jersey Devils right away to begin the season. And quite honestly, I don't think any other Devils fans will argue that. I think he's really showing what he's capable of doing because he looked really good out there. Now, there was, you know, sloppy parts for the New Jersey Devils, but it's the first game in, like, what, six or so months? So, uh, you know, half a year, essentially. So they're just trying to get their footing underneath them. This is one of the reasons why I love exhibition matchups because you're able to try new things, you're able to experiment, and you're able to give guys a shot to see what they can potentially do and overall uh you know the people who uh stepped up their game the most for the new jersey devils that top line so a plus to them for uh that showing jack hughes looked a lot better sharon govich looked a lot better holtz looked a lot better and we can't forget about uh dawson mercer as well even though he was on the fourth line dawson mercer is is showing uh you know why he was a bit of a sleeper in his respective draft class with alexander holtz last year because dawson mercer slipped a few spots and then you got our captain Nico Heizer just basically getting the game-winning goal and solidifying the game, and we win it five to four. So uh, there's a lot to talk about that I haven't gotten to yet. But first, I have to give you guys the first live read uh, this morning, and it comes from Direct TV. So you should uh, get Direct TV so you can watch the New Jersey Devils play. So does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings you live TV and on-demand uh, favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again.
again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of that clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. And now the second live read comes from Built Bar. So did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavor, well, you're missing out. They have coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange cookies and cream, German chocolate. You know what my favorite flavor is? Well, I love coconut recently. So if you, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bars ever, but they're super healthy as well. Check out these stats. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So order today and get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar was also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So the offer is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Also, check out Built Bar as they are the official sponsor of Corey LaJoy's number seven NASCAR car as he will be taking the track this Sunday at Talladega. So let's get back uh, to this discussion about the New Jersey Devils in their first uh, unofficial win of the season. So, you know, when we're talking about this exhibition game, like I said, usually you want to take things with a grain of salt. So you don't want to get overexcited, but you guys know me. I'm going to get overexcited. I'm going to uh, break this down like if it was a normal game. So anyway, great showing from our young guys like I mentioned so you know we know what Jack Hughes and Nico Heizer are capable of doing but uh, you know hats off to Alexander Holtz and Dawson Mercer for basically showing out in this game as well and like I said we already know what Sharon Govich is capable of doing he's my favorite player I, I knew what he was going to do this game I said it in the last episode I just said like you know he's going to get to the right spot he's going to add to his game and basically I want to uh, you know point out the things the New Jersey Devils did right in this matchup so the one thing I want to credit is the fact that they capitalized on you know opportunities opportunities that were presented to them so uh first and foremost alexander holtz yes he did score this game but the one thing i want to talk about is that beauty of a pass that uh alexander holtz was able to make to uh sharon govich to make it a one to nothing game so uh here's what alexander holtz did so he was in the defending zone and he passes it uh, across neutral zone so uh alexander holtz is a little behind the blue line it looks like uh when you're watching it live and then uh, he passes up ahead and it's in traffic nonetheless and the Capitals were also making a line change so you see that the lane is congested and the fact that he was able to just shoot a direct pass to Sharon Govich Sharon Govich was just outside the attacking zone near the blue line so he gathers the puck with ease he takes it uh, in and he basically does a nice backhander and it's a one to nothing game so the connection is already there between our young guys and the fact that Alexander Holtz was able to make that risky of a move is it, just amazing and that's not the only risky move that Alexander Holtz made in this game so uh I'll talk about Jack Hughes's goal in a second but you know while we're on the subject of Alexander Holtz so the game is tied two to two it's in the second period and uh Jack Hughes and Alexander Holtz uh Alexander Holtz is on the far side uh, Jack Hughes is on the near side. It's a two-on-one opportunity in favor of the New Jersey Devils. I thought that Alexander Holtz was going to pass it over to Jack Hughes and maybe they would go back door and it would be an easy goal and Jack Hughes would get his second goal of the game and Alexander Holtz would get another assist. Nope. Like I told you guys, Deadshot got nothing on that sniper from Alexander Holtz. He just came charging in, unafraid, 
unfazed, and he scored. And he breaks the tie, 3-2. to two. So uh, Alexander Holtz making two risky moves in one game and it panning out for him, that's something special. And quite honestly, guys, like I said, I would not be surprised if Alexander Holtz makes the roster this year for the New Jersey Devils to begin the season because we all knew that he, he's going to get his NHL opportunity, but it's just a matter of when it was going to be. Or were they going to send him down to uh, the Utica Comets and, you know, he basically get – a few games under him there, and then he gets brought up to the NHL. Uh, quite honestly, this connection that he has with Sharon Govich and Hughes already is something really cool. And unlike Yanni Kwokinen, you know, Alexander Holtz's ceiling is a little higher than, you know, w- what Kwokinen is capable of doing. So not a, you know, a knock to Kwokinen. I'm just saying because, you know, I think a lot of people expect more out of Alexander Holtz. But Yanni Kwokinen, I'm not trying to disrespect him, former uh, AHL All-Star, so we know what he's capable of doing but you know like like I said I I think Alexander Holtz just has something about him and now let's uh, rewind a little bit so the game is tied one-to-one and Jack Hughes makes a smart hockey play so uh, Jack Hughes was able to get a takeaway and he was the only New Jersey Devil um, in their respective attacking zone so he steals the puck away and he goes bar down so Alexander Holtz making a risky move Jack Hughes making a risky move But Jack Hughes made a risky move, but it was a smart move at the same time because he just saw the opportunity, he took it, and used his quickness to his advantage. See, that's the Jack Hughes I need this year. The Jack Hughes that makes players around him better and the Jack Hughes that is able to provide for himself as well. Because that's what we need if we want to take this team to the next level. Because, you know, this game was sloppy in parts. You know, after the first period, you know, the New Jersey Devils didn't really skate too well. Uh, Their specialty teams are still terrible. We'll talk about that a little later. But, you know, at the same time, the fact that they were able to score five goals this game pretty amazing quite honestly and had they lost this game I would be very frustrated and very heartbroken and it's a good thing they won this game because had they lost this game I think a lot of people would have forgotten about what uh those young guys were capable of doing and now for Dawson Mercer just I was in shock I was in complete uh, mesmerizing amazement for what uh, Mercer was able to do so first and foremost he was being hounded by the defense for the Washington Capitals and then he was able to get by for a split second he's on the short side he's getting pinched he's about to go below the goal line and just precision at its finest able to go uh, top shelf just get it by like the glove for like a split second and he scores and I'm just like Oh my God, that's beautiful. Insert French uh, kiss. Mwah. Uh, you, you couldn't have scripted that up any better. Mercer, that's amazing. And usually stuff like that doesn't go the way of the New Jersey Devils. But the fact that they were um, able to, you know, give Fukali a tough time uh, tonight. Oh man, oh, I, I was in complete amazement for, for what they were able to do. But, you know, the New Jersey Devils, while they did have their ups, and you know what? I want to give our captains some love before I uh, talk about the negatives. So, Nico Heizer getting the game-winning goal. That's what we need from Nico Heizer, okay? No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Lindy Ruff said it in an interview recently. He wants to get the best out of Nico Heizer because he felt like he was kind of robbed of that last season. So, Nico Heizer fully healthy is what we need for the New Jersey Devils this season. 
And now we're going to talk about some of the bad that I saw from the New Jersey Devils because their specialty teams almost killed them. And then I'm going to rate this game and I'll be very generous because it is the first game of the year. It's unofficial, but still, uh, you know, there's some stuff that we need to work out. But I have to give you guys the third and final live read this morning, and it comes from Bet Online. So we're back and better than ever. No, not hockey. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface, even more odds and props and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100 from football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite uh, Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to use that promo code Locked On and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your needs there as well. So let's talk about some of the bad for the New Jersey Devils. It's inevitable, but I do have to say, you know, giving up a shorthanded goal, like uh, it was a five-on-three opportunity. Uh, I believe uh, the Capitals got one back onto the rank. So uh, still, it was a shorthanded goal. That cannot happen, okay? That should not happen at any given point, okay? I don't care if it's the finals. I don't care if it's the playoffs. I don't care if it's a regular season. I don't care if it's a scrimmage. We cannot keep uh, shooting ourselves in the foot with poor specialty teams. And to add insult to injury, we gave up two power play goals to uh, the Washington Capitals. So, you know, while we're shorthanded, it, it, it seems like we're always a deer in headlights. I remember uh, on one of those uh, uh, power play goals, we, they, we were just letting the Capitals pass the puck around like it was nothing. And Another thing I want to talk about is that, that Carlson goal, you know, that's just weak defense from the New Jersey Devils. You know, we should not be giving them a breakaway like that. You know, one-on-one open opportunity. Carlson is a very good player for the Washington Capitals. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but still, you know, the defense needs to tighten up for the New Jersey Devils because we, we will keep shooting ourselves in the foot if that continues to happen. Uh, you know, Carlson was able to get two goals uh, on the game. A at one point, you know, uh, the, the puck was loose. We had an opportunity to corral it, but the Capitals, you know, just pounced on it and were able to get it past Bernier. So, you know, th that's something to add right there. Then Oshie, uh, see, Look, uh, the Capitals are a good team, and it was nice to, you know, finally beat them because we didn't beat them at all last season. But still, you know, stuff like that cannot happen. Now, I, I will be generous because, you know, some of our players are, weren't playing in this game. So, you know, players that are supposed to help us out in our specialty team units, including like Dougie Hamilton and Ryan Graves, were nowhere to be seen in this game. But still, like, you know, it, we have to do better. We should not be giving up a shorthanded goal, and we should not be giving up two power play goals, albeit we were able to get a power play goal ourselves. But still, you know, I, I, I'm just saying because the, the one concern I have is that that was the recurring trend uh, all last season. Just very poor specialty teams, and that's what killed us in a lot of our games last season, and it can't happen this season. Now, like I said, it's 
preseason. I'm not trying to be over dramatic. So I I'm trying to take these, uh, you know, mishaps with a grain of salt because we can afford to make mistakes like that just because it won't come back to bite us. Because, like I said, aside from an injury, uh, you really have nothing to lose and nothing to gain when it comes to exhibition matchups. So this is one of the things that we were just missing last season, which is you're able to make those mistakes. You're able to go back to the film room you're able to go back onto the rink and practice and just you know tighten up a little bit like I said some of the uh, acquisitions that we made in order to help our specialty teams weren't on the rink uh, this evening but still I, I just want uh, things to be a little better for the New Jersey Devils in that regards because we cannot be like you know having those games where specialty teams just come back to haunt us or you know gives the other teams some string of life and because, you know, quite honestly, this should have been a blowout game, but just due to our poor defensive mishaps, due to our, you know, poor specialty teams, we, we continue to let these teams, you know, just trail from behind and just come back and give them some string of hope, just knowing that both our penalty killing unit and our power play unit are just poor to say the least. And that's me putting it nicely. Like I said, it's a new season, it's exhibition. So I'm not trying to freak out, but you know, when I'm breaking down these games, I do have to acknowledge the bad, but there was a lot of good for the New Jersey Devils. There was a lot of hope and a lot of excitement. If you guys saw my most recent video on Twitter, you saw that I was screaming because I was just watching that game and I was just like, man, Alexander Holtz now scored for the New Jersey Devils. So first it was Sharon Govich, then Hughes, and now Holtz. And, you know, not to mention our captain got into the mix. Dawson Mercer was able to do a thing or two. And, you know, quite honestly, guys, um, you know, I I'm really excited to see what our young guys do this season for the New Jersey Devils. And Jonathan Bernier, um, you know, not the best of outings. Uh, he saw 17 shots and he saved 13 of them. But like I said, preseason just meant to get his uh, – you know, feet wet, and I, I still expect Jonathan Bernier to have a pretty good season, and like I said in the last episode, I said he's a player to look out for, so even though he didn't really have the best of outings, uh, you know, some of uh, the things he, he really shouldn't be blamed for because, uh, you know, you guys know that I'm very uh, hesitant when I to blame a goalie uh, for letting up a power play goal because it's not his fault that his team went into the penalty kill and now the other team is in a power play. They have the extra man, so he has to work twice as hard and then, you know, open breakaway, uh, no one to be seen, and it's just one-on-one. -on -one. Those are hard to stop. So, you know, Jonathan Bernier, I I'd say it was a pretty solid performance, and like I said, I'm taking it into consideration that uh, the penalty killing unit for the New Jersey Devils was not good. The power play unit for the New Jersey Devils was not good. And the defense was pretty porous. So, you know, I'm not going to put all the blame on Jonathan Bernier. But I'm just saying, like, you know, you, you guys saw that maybe Jonathan Bernier, I think he himself said he could have, you know, done a little better. But at the same time, nothing to be concerned about. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to put all the blame on Jonathan Bernier. Now, as for our defense, uh, I'll acknowledge one or two things. So, Jonas Siegenthaler had three blocks. Riley Walsh had two blocks. And uh, it's worth mentioning that Jonas Siegenthaler uh, w was uh, tops on our defense in terms of plus minus. So, uh, Siegenthaler, I can see why uh, Lindy Ruff is big on him. So, uh, I think that's what we need from Siegenthaler this season, which is just, you know, suppress shots, assert yourself, and Please do not let what happened tonight be a recurring theme. That's all I have to say. Riley Walsh, keep grinding. Kevin Ball, keep grinding. Uh, Yaros, keep grinding. And, you know, we know what Severson could do. And he had two assists this game. So, shout out to Damon Severson, uh, basically leading our team 
uh, on the defense side of things. So save the best for last. So Severson had two assists, uh, so resulted in two points, two hits, and he had three takeaways as well. So, you know, props to Damon Severson for asserting himself on defense. And if he's able to do that on a consistent basis this season, then oof we then we we really do have a deep uh defensive unit if i don't say so myself and yaros uh was also pretty good in the first period so uh got to give credit when when credit is due so yaros uh despite uh playing uh 17 minutes was really asserting himself on the defensive side of things so keep an eye out for christian yaros going forward and uh let's just compare some of the stats and then i will rate the game so shots on goal 27 to 23 in favor of the capitals face-off percentage uh the capitals won 66 of the face-offs whereas uh the devils finished with a uh, 34 percent in that respective category the devils were one for five in their power plays capitals were two uh for four so uh, like I said, that number cannot happen for the New Jersey Devils. If you're going to let up a, a power play, please make it only one out of like four opportunities for the opposition. Don't let them be successful in half of their power play opportunities. That cannot happen this season. Uh, the Capitals spent 10 minutes in the penalty box, whereas the New Jersey Devils spent eight. Hits were even at 18 apiece. The New Jersey Devils led in blocks with 13 to 8. And the Capitals turned the puck over more than the New Jersey Devils with seven giveaways as opposed to the Devils' six. So, when rating this game, uh, like I said, here's some things I had to take into consideration. One, uh, our young guys did really well. Our defense was pretty solid for the most part because, you know, uh, we, we, we do need to talk about some of those goals they let up. But for the most part, you know, I, I will give them the benefit of the doubt. First game of the year, you're going to be rusty. You're going to be nervous. So uh, with what Severson, Siegenthaler, and some of our young guys were able to do on that end, I, I would say I was pretty, uh, you know, satisfied with it, to say the least. Specialty teams were god-awful. And uh, just basically what the Capitals were able to do. Capitals are a good team. Uh, former Stanley Cup champions just a few seasons ago. So got to give credit when credit is due. So I am going to give this game a solid B because it was entertaining. The young guys really stepped up. I really liked what I saw up and down the overall roster for the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, there were a few hiccups. Yeah, uh, too many two-on-one opportunities in favor of the Capitals. Uh, the Devils didn't really skate well after period number one. But at the same time, they kept their composure. They always answered back. Uh, the guys who I wanted to step up this season seemed to uh, have stepped to the plate so far. But, you know, they're, they're still a long time and they're at bat before they go back to the dugout or reach first base, wherever the case might be. So, you know, they're still in the batter's box. But, you know, they're up to the plate. They're working the count. So, uh, Nico Heijard had a pretty good game. Jack Hughes, Alexander Holtz, and Igor Sharangovich just wonderful, wonderful, beautiful. I, I I wish I could speak other languages so I can describe it, but you know that was that was excellencio. So I I know I, I that was my best Italian impersonation. Okay, so I get it. It was bad. Just bear with me because the episode's almost over. So overall, very satisfied with what the New Jersey Devils did against uh, the you know Stanley Cup champions from a few seasons ago, the Washington Capitals, and the Capitals are a good team. I get this preseason. I get we have to take this game with a grain of salt, but at the end of the day. I think you all can agree with me. You were really satisfied watching this game. This was very entertaining. Such a shame it doesn't count for anything, but I love that the boys are working hard. So let me know what you guys think. Let me know what overall grade you would give the New Jersey Devils from that performance. As for today, that's all the time I have for you guys today. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils, and thanks for listening. Hockey is officially back. First unofficial game in the books, so we have a lot to look forward to. It's going to be one hell of a season and I'm looking forward to it, everybody.